Somebody say after me. Say creatures before the throne of God. According to the scriptures, the word of the Lord that I'll be sharing with you from the Revelation chapter 4, verse 8. Now, we are dealing with the creatures before the throne. And never forget about that. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within, and they raised not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was, which is, and is to come. Now, from that word which was, which is, and which is to come, you will find a very compressed time zone there where there is no past, there is no present, and there is no future. There is no way something which was, which is, and which is to come. Now, I want you to see this here. There can only be something which is or which was, not which is to come. Now, I want you to see this. I want you to see this. The Bible says these angels cry, they sing day and night. When we go to the book of Ezekiel 28, verse 13, the Bible speaks about the creatures. The Bible speaks of how they were made. These creatures before the throne of the living God, they were made from their precious stones. There was jasper used to make them. Gold was used. Kamanku was used to make them. Sapphire was used. Emerald was used. Stones, the Bible says, and God, the workmanship of the tablets and of that. So, as we said before, that Lucifer was in heaven before. He was among the creatures before the throne of God. And from the scripture of Ezekiel 28, God is addressing Lucifer that you were here before. You were among the creatures. And you were made of the following. You were made of God. You were made and now you have been cast down. So we see Lucifer being cast down. God chased him from the heavens. He was among the creatures that were around the throne of God. And he was cast down. And when you read the Bible further, from the book of Revelation chapter 4, we see important and interesting topics that these creatures, it says they have got appearances uh, from verse 5, 6, 7, uh, of Revelation chapter 4, the Bible says they've got appearances. One looks like the lion. One looks like the man or son of man. Another one looks like a flying eagle. And another one looks like a calf. Now, you see four appearances. And the Bible says these creatures, as I did mention to you, for you to understand well the things of the spirit, it is about the vision. So when I'm teaching you a vision, what I'm teaching, if I tell you that there are creatures before the throne, you must see that throne. The Bible is not addressing or speaking about a room with a chair. It says a throne. And that must be in your mind. Remove that chair that you are seeing. 
That is a chair. A throne, it is, it is where a king sits. But the Bible says on that throne, there were creatures on top of that throne. And others were surrounding it. But they were shouting, holy. They couldn't even see God sitting on the same throne where they were. And the only thing that were proceeding out of the throne were lightnings, thunders, and voices. And there were seven lamps burning. And the Bible says these seven lamps are the seven spirits of God. And the throne was put on Christos. And the Christos, it was like a sea of the Christos. And I told you, Christos, broken glass of Christos. It is actually the meaning of diamonds. Imagine the throne that is sitting on diamonds, pure diamonds. And this diamonds is like a sea of diamonds. And the Bible says the throne was sitting upon it. And there are creatures around it. And thunders and the lightnings are coming out of the throne. And creatures are there. And one looks like a lion. One looks like a man. One looks like a flying eagle. And one looks like a calf. And all of them, they've got six wings. Now, I told you. I said, the biggest problem is Christians, one of the most things which Christians are having a big problem with, it is understanding of God's power. In Matthew 22, Jesus said what? He said, you make mistakes because you do not know the scriptures and the power, not just scriptures, and the power of God. So you, you better understand there are two things. Knowing the scriptures is different. And knowing the power is different. When you begin to understand the power, the thunderings, the lightnings, the creatures, you begin to be rich. In power. Amen. When you say in the name of Jesus, I command you come out. You are invoking the creatures. Amen. I'm telling you. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. These creatures. When, 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 when God had to stop Adam from coming back to the, to the garden. He had to release creatures. To come and stand between where Adam was put and the farm. So that he must not pass. Creatures can come. Can be sent to stop somebody who's coming against your way. Amen. No, you, 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 you are not understanding this. So one may ask a question. Why did God have to involve a creature to go and stop Adam? Because Adam was in a farm. He was in a garden where he had seen elephants, had seen any animal. He was living with them like this. They were not even dangerous to him. Snakes, he was actually chatting with the snakes. Even his wife was chatting with a the snake. There was nothing deadly. There was nothing to terrify him. He was living with the leopards, hyenas. But God knew there was only one when it goes to stand between there and him, he will not pass. It was a creature. When a creature came down like this, Adam could not even go back. Adam could not go back to the garden. It was a creature. 
So whatever has been following you for years, maybe it's familiar with the certain things around you, but there is one thing they will never be familiar with. When we invoke God's throne, when the throne of God comes on the scene with creatures, the Bible says these wings have got eyes. So I don't care whether the person who bewitched you used a monkey or used a whatever, whatever they used. We have got creatures in the kingdom of heaven. The Bible speaks of the lion, the flying eagle. So I spoke to you. I said, listen, if you want to understand God and know his power and his mystery, it is when you begin now to have knowledge of this very power that we carry. We cannot be talking about we will invade the Canaanites, Gigashites, Amorites, whatever sites that are there. We cannot conquer them if you do not even know how powerful you are. Because when you go to the Amorites and you see their gods, you will be engulfed by their gods. You will begin to be scared by their idol worship. But when you know your power, the power that is inside of you. There is so much power in you. So much. It is not like you will be receiving it tonight. It is already in you. Amen. And the secret of that power, it is revealed. That's the secret of it. If you want the power of God to manifest, you need to have revelation. The moment it is revealed that I have got the power in me, that is a secret. Because this power is hidden. This power is hidden. It is only revealed. When, when you sit like this, as I'm teaching to you, like now as I'm ministering to you, the moment you get a revelation that there is the power of heaven. Ah, in fact, I belong to a kingdom where there are thunders. I belong to a kingdom where there are lightnings. I belong to a kingdom where there are voices. I belong to a kingdom where there are seven lights burning with the fire. I belong to a kingdom where there are creatures. And these creatures are not normal. And they, when, when these creatures, they surround the throne. And all they sing, they do not stop day and night. They keep on saying, holy, holy, holy. And they announce the holiness of God. They declare God's holiness. How holy our God is. Amen. This is the first thing that we want to deal with. Where you must understand this context. That it is not just a matter of you being called a child of God and being called a believer. You have been called to a God who is holy. Amen. These creatures are not worshipped. I'm not saying somebody should go and worship creatures. No. No. In Hebrews chapter 2, the Bible says Jesus is made more superior than angels. Amen. Jesus he is so powerful than angels, even than creatures. This is why among them, Jesus is there. The Bible says one creature looks like a lion. Another one like an eagle. Another one like a calf. And another one like a man. That man, it is Jesus. So Jesus is among them. In control. The Bible says all things were created by him. Whether thrones... 
we are made by him. And through him, we are all things that are in heaven and on earth made by him. Visible and invisible. Can you imagine the only thing you see there? Even Jesus is there. He says, and this Jesus said, and he's among the creatures. And John sees there. He says, ah, look at these creatures. So why are we dealing with this? Because this is where you need to understand that Lucifer, when he was cast down, the first thing he did was to invoke witchcraft. Most Christians do not understand because witchcraft has been modernized to a level whereby most Christians are confusing a lot of technology, a lot of lifestyles. They do not understand that witchcraft has changed. Hmm? There are eight types of witchcraft. You think it's only one? Let me give you a scripture. Nahum 3, verse 4. It will tell you that there are different types of witchcrafts. The Bible says, Because of the magic of your whoredoms, of the well-favored harlot, the mistress of witchcrafts, in King James Version, not witchcraft. It says what? Now, I want you, I want you to understand the meaning of, of witchcraft and witchcrafts. The scripture there is not saying witchcraft. It is saying what? Witchcrafts. witchcrafts meaning there are many types. And tonight I'll be dealing with only one, which is called modern witchcraft. So you may not understand it. It says witchcrafts. And now what is witchcrafts? Witchcrafts or witchcraft, it is to do with the manipulation. Disobedience is witchcraft. Because you cannot disobey without being manipulated. This is why the Bible says disobedience is a sin of witchcraft. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 1, it says, Who bewitched you to disobey. If now you read there to verse 2, it's all about disobedience. That you began in the spirit, you end in the flesh. Who bewitched you? So I know most people when they hear witchcraft, they think about where people will go into the bush and take some charms and cast them. That is just a type of witchcraft. I would deal with that topic another day. Where you will know different types of witchcraft. In the first Samuel 15, verse 23. The Bible says, disobedience. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion. You see, if you read Malachi chapter 3, the Bible talks about those who do not tithe. And then the Bible says that you have rebelled against me. Rebellion. Not giving tithe. 
you have rebelled against me. Meaning, not giving tithe. If the Bible says it is rebellion. And then in 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says, rebellion is as good as witchcraft. Meaning, if you do not tithe, it's witchcraft. So on the last day, when God will be putting people in a queue, all witches stand on this line. Don't be surprised when your name will be mentioned as well, that you must join the queue. It's more than witchcraft. And it comes in small things. Disobedience. Rebellion. Now, why is rebellion categorized under witchcraft? Because you cannot rebel without an enticement. There is a root cause of disobedience. There is a root cause for you to do something that is wrong. Something has to force you, to influence you. And that is witchcraft. Now, who brings it into you to have disobedience or to rebel? That's why you must understand that. That witchcraft is real. There are many people who are bewitched. Somebody told me, it's like, oh, I am full of the Holy Spirit. I do not need deliverance. I am born again. I said, your spirit is born again. I said, you are free. You can't be bound anymore. Yes, your soul, your body, everything around you. You have received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I said, but there is one thing I want to tell you. There was one man who Paul had to pray to avoid sorrow. Aprophoditas, who so said, that was his name, who so, which is now called Paul, said, God had to spare us, God had to give us grace to heal him. This man was a disciple. But he was attacked. Your body has nothing to do with your spirit. And your spirit has nothing to do with your body. In fact, these two fight. The Bible says the flesh against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. There is already war. So the fact you are redeemed. It is your spirit that is redeemed. Not your body. You redeem your body by your prayer, by your mouth, by the word that comes from your mouth. So heaven has got all this set up. And one may ask a question, why? Because I want you to understand something here. All these things happening in the world, when somebody is into something and is afraid to walk out, there is witchcraft behind it. Somebody in a particular addiction and they can't walk out. There is witchcraft behind it. And you do not need someone to bewitch you. There are spirits of witchcraft. But they themselves moves around, monitors people and announces spells and cases. You find that you pray everything. All the times you're so serious with God and you pray and all of a sudden at this particular night you don't, you don't feel like praying. And just sleep. 
Another day, feel like not praying, not sleeping. Just sleep like that. And then you, have, you read the Bible, and then each time you hold your Bible like this, and you want to read. There's something that will just make you close it. Just close it and put it there. There's no interest. But you're there on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. You're watching movies on screen. And you can sit there for hours. But when you hold the Bible, the moment you hold it, as you start reading it, you feel like closing it. You are being bewitched. So we cannot be talking of other things before, first of all, we handle the modern witchcraft. Because the modern witchcraft does not need a person to come and bewitch you. Spirits are moving. The enemy has used now another strategy. He's no longer using a strategy where somebody has to come and bewitch you. He's using spells. No wonder lately, there's no fear of God in people. Bewitchment. There's no fear at all. There's no fear for God. Because of witchcraft. Let me tell you how powerful. If witchcraft is not managed. What witchcraft is able to do. Witchcraft is not only misleading individuals. Right now, the channel of the world. How the world is moving. It is in the of witches and wizards. They are controlling the whole world. And God hates witchcraft with all his heart. Maybe you do not know this. Let me, let me show you scriptures. Angels will be sent to destroy witchcraft. In Revelation 18 verse 23. Okay, let me just show you something. In Revelation 18, verse 23, the Bible says, And the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy main chance, where the great man of the earth, for by thy sorceries, we are all nations deceived. Give me NIV. The Bible says that light of lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. It says the whole reason why nations are being led astray. They are magic spells. The whole reason is that there are magic spells. This is why a prophet was sent by the name Moses to come in advance and make a declaration against witchcraft for the people of Israel. This is why I told you before, no matter what people are doing against Israel, it does not prosper. Even cases against Israel, they don't prosper because there was a prophet by the name Moses who came and prophesied that no witchcraft against Israel shall prosper. In Numbers 23, verse 23, there was a statement made by a prophet. This is why you need a prophet tonight to make a statement over your life that there shall be no witchcraft over your life that shall prevail in the name of Jesus. In Micah chapter 5, 
Verse 10. Masure digo sharamante que prado sharaniga. From verse 10. And it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord, that I will cut off thy horses out of the midst of thee, and I will destroy thy chariots. Verse 11. And I will cut off the cities of thy land and throw down all thy strongholds. 12. And I will cut off witchcrafts out of thy hand and thou shalt have no more soothsayers. I will cut off witchcrafts in Revelation 18.23 there will be no more witchcraft. You will lead the nations astray. I will destroy it. Wherever you read witchcraft you will see God saying I will destroy it. Because witchcraft has led so many people astray. They are just like, like bewitched. The man who used to pray, he can't pray anymore. The woman, she goes in the wrong direction. Even if, even if people say this is wrong, but she sees it as right. A man he takes away that even if others are saying that's wrong, you think it is right because you are bewitched. This is a place where now creatures before the throne are involved. When you begin to understand how to deal with witchcraft. When the enemy is coming to you mysteriously, you must approach him mysteriously. You must approach him mysteriously. It is about manipulation. Making you think wrong things. Making you decide wrong things. Do wrong things. You must be very careful because some of you, you have fallen under this witchcraft. It looks so good. It looks calm. But the enemy is taking you somewhere else. And he tells you there's no any problem here. I want to tell you something. The Bible says God will cut witchcraft. Amen. Wherever you be reading witchcraft, or when you read in the Bible, all the witch nations, their witch nations, their countries, which were famous of witchcraft in the Bible. If you, if you can read again of those nations today, those nations do not exist. Because God had promised, I'll cut them off. Are you here? Yes. You must understand this revelation. Um, there are people assigned. This, this, this is what pains me. There are people assigned to cast spells in the streets. Cast spells. The Bible says you make mistakes. Because you do not understand. This is a moment of intercessors to pray. Amen. It is a time of intercessors. To, to clean the cities. Amen. To clean the churches. Amen. And tonight I clean your house. 
What destroyed a great man of God by the name Saul was witchcraft. He was anointed. Highly anointed. But he was bewitched. Someone was said, this is witchcraft. He refused it. He didn't understand what he was saying. But the Bible says before he died, before Saul died, the last place he visited was a median. A witch. The following day he died. Now the prophecy of Samuel came to pass that what you're doing here, you're being bewitched. Somebody said, creatures before the throne. The reason why these creatures are there, it is to show you power. There is no any witchcraft without a certain creature involved. Yes. 